This episode is brought to you by CNA Insurance Company, a leading insurance company that provides a broad range of standard and specialized property and casualty insurance products and services for businesses and professionals throughout the U.S., Canada, and Europe, and is backed by more than 120 years of experience and approximately $45 billion in invested assets. Hi, this is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa's Media Communications and Client Services Department. Thank you for listening to today's top Rancho Mesa news brought to you by our Safety and Risk Management Network, Studio One. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Sam Clayton, Vice President of the Construction Group with Rancho Mesa. He specializes in risk management for contractors. Today, we're going to discuss the recently approved dual wage threshold increase in California, for Mechanical, Electrical, and Plumbing Contractors, or MEPs. Sam, welcome to the show. Good morning, Alyssa. Good to be back in Studio One. For our listeners who are not familiar with the dual wage threshold, will you give us a brief overview? Of course. In California, the Workers' Compensation Insurance Rating Bureau, or WCIRB, has 16 construction classifications that are divided into two separate class codes based on hourly wages of the employee. There are different advisory pure premium rates for the low-wage employee and the high-wage employee. For MEP contractors, the class codes used are all included in the recently approved increase. When does the dual-wage threshold increase go into effect? Great question. The increase will go into effect September 1, 2022, so this will impact renewals after September 1. Okay. Will you explain why this increase should matter to MEP contractors? Absolutely. It's important to know that the threshold is increasing because the higher wage and workers' compensation rate is significantly less, on average 46% less, than the lower wage employee. So if a company has employees that are currently just barely in the high wage classification, this would drop those employees into the low wage classification and the employer would pay the higher workers' compensation rate on those individuals. Depending on how many employees an employer has in this situation, it may be advantageous for the employer to calculate if it makes more sense to give those impacted employees a raise to push them back up into the higher wage classification or keep them in the new low wage classification. It should be noted and understood that this change will not impact the employer until their next renewal after September 1, 2022. So while most employers will have time to evaluate the impact, it is crucial to begin the evaluation sooner rather than later. So are there any disadvantages to just giving employees a little bit of a raise to keep them in the higher wage classification? Well, as with any form of wage inflation, an increase in wages to keep an employee in the higher wage category will increase the claims cost of a total temporary disability claim if they are injured on the job. While increases in wages are necessary, they will also impact the total cost of the claim, which then can increase the company's experience modification rate. What do you recommend employers do to mitigate these costs? Employers can look for ways to mitigate the effects of the increase and reduce the likelihood of a lost time claim in a couple ways. One, review and update their existing safety programs. Two, revisit their hiring practices. And three, develop a sustainable return to work program. And all of those are really good reminders. And our client services group can certainly help by providing safety resources and hiring best practices through our HR portal. So what can employers do to prepare for this? I'd say first, 
work with your trusted advisor and run a needs benefit analysis on increasing employee wages. Then understand your numbers. First, what is your primary threshold and why does it matter? Second, what is your claim cost per point of XMOD? Third, how does your frequency of claims compare to the MEP industry? And last, how does your lost time claim average compare to other MEP contractors? We can assist understanding how these other data points impact your company. Just request our proprietary key performance indicator KPI dashboard that puts this information at your fingertips. And we can include a link to request a KPI dashboard in the episode notes. Sam, if clients have questions about their dual wage thresholds, what's the best way to get in touch with you? I can be reached at 619-937-0167 or sclayton at ranchomesa.com. Sam, thank you for joining me in Studio One. Thanks, Alyssa. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at ranchomesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.